Hello everyone. Welcome to the new episode of Money Works for Me podcast. This is Aditya and I'll be your host for today's episode. We are recording this session on October 14, 2021. In today's podcast, we are going to discuss about another company from IT sector. IT sector which forms around 10% of the India's GDP is a major portion of export revenue. The sector is favored by the market since the move towards digitalization has accelerated from the start of pandemic. To know more about IT sector, you can listen to our previous podcast on persistent systems. There we have discussed about IT sector in detail. To discuss our views, I have our equity analyst Rushikesh Bisey with me. Welcome Rushikesh. Thanks Aditya. So Rushikesh, coming to today's topic, let us dive into another of our winner stock from IT space, Birla Soft Limited. We recommended this company back in July 2020 at 118 rupees per share and today it is trading at 430. So can you throw some light on how did you spot this company and why? Uh yeah, so Birla Soft came to our notice uh, when it merged with uh, KPIT's uh, IT services business. So together with KPIT's arm, uh, Birla Soft achieved much needed scale to win bigger deals and pursue growth strategy. So KPIT's IT services clients complemented Birla Soft's client base uh, which provided the uh, much needed client diversification and good cross-selling opportunities to the company. So this made uh, the company worth looking at for us. All right. What were the financial look like and how did you foresee the future growth? So <laughs> the financials were not as straightforward uh, because uh, Birla Soft was a very smaller entity and also an unlisted one. so we couldn't use the past financial track records uh, so when we checked the merged entity financials the size of the company was at par with peers like uh, persistent or scient in terms of the top line and when we looked at birla soft its margin profile was inferior to its peers like uh, persistent system mind tree and uh, this was due to the lack of scale till that instance so talking of birla soft it had 10000 employees Uh, generating sales of about 3200 crores and this sale was predominantly generated from uh, fixed price annuity business uh, what made really birla soft stand out versus the other small and mid cap it companies is its client and sector diversification so small and mid size it companies have this typical characteristics of having a few uh, big size clients from a particular sector so this makes their business dependent on those clients and that sector and this increases the business risk uh, we recently had seen this uh, risk panning out in case of scient where its major client boeing was in trouble uh, causing the problem in science business so uh, birla soft had a sufficient diversification in terms of clients as well as the sectors which reduced its uh, business risk so um, if i remember correctly uh, to give you numbers the top 5 uh, clients of birla soft formed only 28% of its overall revenue whereas it's about 40% for the companies like persistent or tata lxc now the management was pursuing growth with robust deal wins quarter after quarter even before uh, covid slowdown created more opportunities for it companies and we expected growth to improve margin profile and bring it at par with the other it peers so yeah this gave us comfort to consider this company okay So this is about its existing business. Did you see anything changing in its business dynamics like you saw with Persistent? Uh yeah, 
we did see the hunger for growth uh, of the management post merger with the uh, kpit it services so the company focused on uh, cross selling opportunities and focused on the micro verticals and upselling the multiple services to the existing customers so they had like 200 clients to whom they only sold one service line and they planned to start cross selling services to get the larger deals uh, they started winning larger deals which allowed them to target higher margin and cost benefits from the operating leverage. Later in the following months, uh, while we were still seeing after our buy recommendation, the management gave an ambitious target of $1 billion revenue in the next 5 years. So this only added to our optimism on the company. Plus we didn't see any further restructuring happening in the business. So we saw such kind of developments happening in the business of the company. That sounds interesting. So considering all these good things, did you find the valuation comfortable or is it cheap enough to consider it buying? Uh, yeah, valuation is one of the important things before we consider an investment. So uh, Birlasoft traded at a PE of uh, 10x on its FY20 earnings. Like we discussed, FY20 margins were low versus its peers. And if these margins were to match peers, we were buying company at like 5 to 7 P. So another way to spot IT companies is using price to sales ratio. Uh, you would have seen many IT companies like uh, Hexaware, Emphasis, uh, Mindtree uh, got acquired at uh, 2 to 2.5x its price to sales in the past. So Birla Soft was like at 0.8x at that instance. And the median price to sales ratio for the small cap IT company was about 1.25x. Uh, so we found uh, that valuation quite cheap versus the peers. Then we believed that uh, Birlasoft after achieving scales and cross-selling new offers to the existing customers could offer uh, good growth opportunities. So the growth, we expected it to be higher than the industry growth rate due to its smaller size advantage. And uh, we basically found a growth stock at a value price, an ideal uh, combination for the potential multi-value. Okay. With this cheap valuation, what were the risks involved in buying Birlasoft at a price of 120 rupees per share? Uh, yes, of course, there were a few risks involved. So the company had impressive plans for the future, but can they execute it that well was the question. Which in a way is true for many small cap companies. And the another risk is uh, resource management, which hurts margins. If a project gets over or a client quits, the resource must be allocated quickly to the another project or else you risk hurting your margins because you cannot fire your uh, employees. Uh, other uh, common risks were the US visa related and the currency risk which is common for like all IT companies. So yeah, these were all the risks we saw then. Thankfully, <laughs> they didn't pan out. So Rishikesh, even though I know the answer, I still want to ask you this question. Did you expect Birlasoft to become your multi-bagger stock? <laughs> uh, my answer is the same as it was for the persistent systems. Uh, we follow fundamental investing and believe in buying good quality companies at reasonable price, preferably at a discount to the fair value. So according to our faith, we bought this company below its fair price, focused on right levers and it paid off. Now certainly our uh, buy on Birlasoft was not thinking that it would go uh, 4x from our buying. But since the changes were significant, we did believe that the stock would deliver our target return of 15% uh, plus CAGR. So we kept recommending uh, buy till like 250 per share 
and that is still we saw uh, more than 15% CAGR as the company results are delivered as per our expectations. And uh, again, as I said in the persistent systems, the tailwinds in IT sectors were a surprise as the COVID simply accelerated the demand for IT services. Uh, the adoption of cloud and digital infrastructure in hurry, uh, this only uh, benefited the Indian IT services companies. So as per our process, even if we uh, did not have COVID-led uh, tailwind in IT sector, we would have still earned uh, healthy returns in Birlasov. Uh, because we bought it at a cheap valuation and there were major changes happening in the company back then. Okay, so what is your current stance on Birlasoft? So Aditya, at the current juncture, we are seeing continuation of growth in demand and deal flows for the IT companies. So we do remain optimistic on IT services space. However, we are little cautious on the valuations going forward. Uh, we foresee risk to the margins as the employee attrition has increased and the wage growth can uh, delay the timeline of expected margin expansions. Uh, buying cheap gives us comfort, but we are happy to hold at least uh, the partial allocation for upside surprises. So we do not recommend uh, fresh buying at such current levels as these valuations could uh, disappoint. All right. Thank you very much Rushikesh for joining us and sharing your valuable inputs. To all our listeners, you can subscribe to our podcast channel either on Google, Spotify or YouTube to get more updates like this. Till then, happy investing.